Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Have you ever actually tried to drink from a fire hose? Like you're, you're thirsty and all that's available is a fire hydrant. It's wide open. You try to go take a sip. No, of course you haven't. I haven't either. Uh, but you understand the imagery, right? Well, let me just give you a glimpse behind the scenes here. That's what it feels like in my line of business here today on election day. It's we're drinking through a fire hose. There is information coming from all corners of this country. There are questions being asked. There are clerks weighing in, giving the answers. There are candidates making final pushes. And what I want you to know is that today on this program and throughout the day here at KSL News Radio, we're going to do our utmost to to boil it down, to simplify it, to uh, to share it with you in a way that's understandable, clear, and most importantly, uh, makes this day uh, smooth and easy for you so that you can and we can together participate in this democratic process. All right. Uh, we're going to start by talking to some of our KSL News Radio reporters who are assigned here locally covering the issues impacting Utah. Then we're going to move on and have a look at some of the national races, some of the areas of this country where it's important that you and I uh, pay attention today. There are uh, different rules here and there. And while we won't have we won't have complete results. That's the highest of likelihoods. We won't have complete results here this evening. There are some indicators. We'll talk about what's happening in Florida and South Carolina and other states that uh, really deserve some attention here tonight. Then uh, we'll touch base with the various county clerks. Uh, we'll look down. Uh, we'll look at Davis County. We'll look at Salt Lake County. We'll speak with the Utah County Clerk Auditor. Uh, and then we'll get into some good discussions with voters. But to kick things off, let's now go to KSL News Radio's Paul Nelson. Paul, sir, how are you? I'm doing pretty well, man. How are you hanging in there? I, I'm all right. Uh, am I allowed to l- listen, uh, listeners, for a second? Yeah, uh, tune, yeah, tune your, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, am I, yeah, am I allowed ahead. to reveal that it's your – should we sing happy birthday now to no, you on election? Please, no? please, uh, please don't sing it, but thank you. I, thank you very much for acknowledging my successful revolution around the sun. And it's uh, yeah, so I, I appreciate that. So happy birthday, Paul Nelson. Where, where Thanks, are you buddy. right now, celebrating your birthday? Yeah, I'm celebrating alone in my car, um, right outside the Salt Lake County Clerk's office. Now, here's the funny thing: I was expecting at least some sort of line, some sort of kind of uh, something that kind of looks like a line. But basically, from what Sherry Swenson has been telling me, there have been practically no lines at any of the voting centers that are all over Salt Lake County, even at the Vivint Smart Home Arena. She was uh, worried that there would be kind of a long line there uh, because, you know, it's a new place to vote. It's kind of a novel thing to do. But she says even there, they're not really hearing about um, any kind of long lines. And the reason really is people are just switching to the paper ballot. That's just what people are doing now, whether it's either vote by mail 
or um, or if they just want to fill it out at home and have more time to study it and then just drop it off at the Dropbox, then that is what they're doing because they say even though these voting centers appear quiet, they're extremely busy. The turnout is huge, massive turnout. I mean, for example, they have 610,000 active voters. That is a record up uh, more than 100,000 voters from just four years ago. And just by this morning, they already saw around 75% return, which is huge. And you're talking Salt Lake County uh, specifically. Yes, this is Salt Lake County specifically. And they ex- and she expects it. Um, uh, I mean, the record that she can remember was 2012 when Mitt Romney was on the ballot. And she says that we had around a high 80 percentage of uh, voter turnout. And she expects that we will hit maybe not record, but pretty close to it. Fascinating. Uh, my wife, Jessica, she drove our ballots uh, to drop them off at the at the drop box there this morning. And she FaceTimed me uh, so we could go through that experience there together. And as I was looking uh, through her cell phone there via the FaceTime, I saw no cars. Just as you described, uh, there yeah. was nothing. I was expecting uh, long, long lines. I was expecting, you know, outside the 150 feet range. I was expecting flags and banners and signs. Uh, But, you know, as you say, it is incredibly busy. It's just that that busyness has taken place already. Yeah. And that's the other thing that you brought up. You brought up the the drop boxes. Uh, It used to be that the vast majority of the paper ballots that the clerk's office would receive would come through the mail um, because that's just how things used to be. But now this is the first year where that has flipped, where you have a lot more people uh, just going straight to the drop box itself. Now, um, when it comes to those uh, ballots, as the truck passes, Meadow Gold Dairy passing right in front of me. Um, <laughs> sorry, it got loud there. But um, it seems like as if a lot of people, um, there were concerns about the safety of the mail. And to be honest with you, I have nothing, uh, you know, I do not wish to impugn the integrity of the mail, but there's always a chance, I guess, that maybe something could get lost. And so that's why I dropped my ballot off or, or my wife dropped it off for me straight into the to the drop box because a lot of people just were telling us that just feels safer for them to do. Yeah. Uh, KSL News Radio's Paul Nelson. Thank you so much. Again, happy birthday to you, sir. Be safe out Thanks, there. Thanks, buddy. All right. All right. Uh, now let's have a chat with John Wojcik, KSL News Radio reporter, looking at uh, some of the races that are being decided here in Utah and when we may actually know some of those results. John, what can you tell us about what tonight we can expect? Hi, League. Uh, happy Election Day to you. Yeah, it's going to be a, an interesting night and kind of a different one here in Utah with, I mean, already so many ballots already returned. So it's kind of changed throughout the day. We knew going in that uh, across the state of Utah, they already had over a million going into this morning. Ballots processed across the state. That number is now above 1.1 million. So we've just surpassed the total number of votes that were cast in the 2016 presidential election. And we're just barely past noon here on Election Day. So it's kind of amazing by itself. And really what that means is for all these various counties and the clerks and the people in charge of counting this vo- these votes is that they've got so much of the work already done. So when you talk about having a vote pr- or a ballot processed, what it means is not only is it turned in and not only is it received, but it's ready to go so they can hit the ground running. So what we're expecting and what we've heard from Justin Lee, the state elections director, is that when 8 o'clock hits and that's when the polls close, is that we're going to start to get results immediately. Now that doesn't mean that races are going to be called right away at 801 or 802, but what it means is that we're going to have some results and for some you know various different races, probably some ones that aren't as close. We will see some things actually called tonight, which is going to be, I think, a a breath of fresh air for some people watching or uh, listening or following along at home. 
there's so much attention being paid to the presidential race and some of the some of the Senate races that could ultimately the U.S. Senate could ultimately determine the balance of power in the Senate. It is, and I'll admit, it's been easy for me to at some at some stages uh, overlook some of the uh, you know equally important to Utahns some of the races taking place here in, in the state. And because of the system that we have in place, uh, you say we may be able to to have a more clearer view of of where the the vote is going on some of those state races. And it's going to depend on what the state race is. I mean, one of the closest ones that a lot of people are predicting is in the 4th Congressional District, Burgess Owens and Ben McAdams. Now, if that holds true to what a lot of political scientists or pollsters are saying, if it really is that close, that may be a race that we don't have a winner declared uh, by the time we go to bed tonight, and that may drag on for a little bit of time. But for some other you know, equally important things, I mean, let's say for folks that live down in Utah County, I mean, they're expecting to have 80% of the ballots processed and counted tonight. So that means a lot of the things on a ballot in Utah County can probably be declared tonight. And there's some important things on there. I mean, they're talking about change. Possibly there's an amendment on the ballot to change the form of government right now. They have three uh, county commissioners. They may change that to a different format. Now, that really impacts if you live in Utah County, you know, just kind of everyday life. And that may be something we know about tonight. So there's going to be plenty of things that are important to uh, local residents that could be announced tonight. And then some other bigger races, like we talked about some congressional seats that we may not have an answer of tonight. If I remember correctly, it was almost two weeks uh, after Election Day that the results were certified and there was finality to the race between Mia Love and Ben McAdams. Uh, John Wojcik, thank you so much for your report. KSL News Radio reporter John Wojcik. Thanks, Lee. Appreciate it. All righty. We're going to take a break right now, and when we return, we were going to continue our coverage of Election Day and all things that impact our nation, our vote, and your lives. Next up, we're going to take a look at some of the national races, some of the Senate races. Where will the balance of power shift, if at all, in the United States Senate? We'll take a look around the country next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.